0: Episode 35, in the books, and in honor of LGBT Gay Pride Month, wanted to bring on my cousin, uh, cousin Max Schmidt, who uh, came out openly gay back in high school and uh, has a pretty remarkable story to share. So, uh, you know, we're constantly preaching, live your truth, live your truth, do you, do what makes you happy. That's kind of the, the, the whole theme of this show is, you know, finding your best self, allowing yourself to be free be liberated, whatever that means, whatever background you come from, and Max has an incredible story, and we got into his his uh, his journey, um, both personally and also uh, education-wise, and what his plans are for his future, uh, medical school, and all these amazing things that he has to look forward to. An amazing guy, um, I think somebody that people can draw a lot of inspiration from, because he really epitomizes... Somebody that's successful, that reaches you know, for success in anything he does, and always gives it a hundred, no matter what it is, including the way he handled his whole coming out process, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, sit back, relax, and please welcome the one and only Max Schmidt.
1: The Optimal Life.
0: Hey, listen, thanks for joining me. And good to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, for coming on last minute. Um, but obviously, like I said to you before, in honor of LGBT pride month, um, I was thinking, you know what, you have a a pretty remarkable, fascinating story, um, in terms of what you went through and, and maybe you could shed some light onto that. But, uh, before we get into any of that, man, tell me what's new with you. What's going on, uh, what's going on in your crazy world these days? I I know medical school is around the corner, so.
1: Sure. I graduated back in February. Since then I've been studying for the MCAT. Just got my scores back a week or two or so ago. It went very well, and I clicked on submit just as I got my scores for medical school.
0: Wow! Where do you want to go to school?
1: My dream school would be Penn, but uh, that's the dream school for a reason. So I'm applying to about 15 other schools. 15.
0: Are you wanted to stay in Pennsylvania?
1: I'd love to, but about
0: you'll go wherever they take you, huh? <laughs> yeah, the average
1: medical pre medical school student applies to fifteen to eighteen medical schools. Cause I'm oh so my
0: god, man, that is insane! <laughs> yeah, that is insane. How old do you know? Twenty
1: three.
0: Twenty three. And when did you realize that you wanted to? Because I know you originally went off to college with the the finance. hopes of going into finance. Yeah. So when did you realize you wanted to pivot and change change paths? Sure. So I went into finance because I loved mathematics
1: all throughout lower middle and high school. And I figured finance would be a a good fit. It wasn't until my junior year of college where I had a couple of internships that I realized it wasn't for me. I was bored. It wasn't challenging enough for me. And I didn't want to stare. Staring at Excel spreadsheets was not for me. (laughs) And so I really, uh, looked back and reflected on my experiences, especially my one with acne. I suffered from severe acne for five years, and very fortunately, my dermatologist got rid of my acne with Accutane, and that completely restored my confidence. So wow. I reflected on that experience and realized that going into medicine and helping people the way my dermatologist helped me would be the path I would
0: want to go down. Because you were like a, such a numbers genius growing up. I mean, we used yes. to always, we, we used to always say, man, Max is going to be like the the uh the next who knows uh investment banker or you know one of these guys at like Goldman Sachs because just the the numbers always came to you I mean talk a little bit about like how numbers was always your thing and then because it's shocking when you have like that kind of brain you know power and your brain functions in in that way and then all of a sudden you're like ah no I'm going to change my mind and go into medicine Talk, talk about numbers and like what you thought you know growing up with that.
1: Sure. So in first grade, we got our, I got my very first homework assignment, and it was just to complete a couple of pages, like count the number of butterflies or add the amount of jars together in the workbook. And we were assigned a couple of pages a night. Well, I didn't realize that we were only being assigned a couple of pages a night. So I completed the workbook that was supposed to last us throughout the entire year in three days. (laughs) <laughs> so,
0: the teacher that's when uh that's when your parents said, that's when your parents said we have a genius on our hands folks <laughs> and even that's though good. i've
1: switched to medicine that still really helped me out a lot especially in physics and on the mcat i'm not sure if you're aware but you're not allowed a calculator
0: ah, so okay
1: and it's not like oh what's three times 13 equal it's right. like oh what's 2.4 times 10 to the minus 12 over the natural log of 4 times pi, roughly equivalent to, and you have to do that in like 20
0: <laughs> seconds. Jesus. So you're still using the numbers thing quite a bit. Oh, yeah. You're still using it, yeah. That's uh, that's really neat. That's really neat, man. I, I, it's, it's such a long path that you have to embark on still, you know? It's like you still have, what, uh, 8 to 10 years at least?
1: If I don't change my mind with dermatology, and I don't think I will, it's 4 years of medical school. Three years of residency, a year of fellowship, and then I start my career. So eight years.
0: Unbelievable. Happier year that I have right now. So unbelievable. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. When my kids have skin issues in about eight years from now, I know who to come to. So exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. The main reason that I, that I wanted you to share your story is because uh, you are openly gay, and yes. um, just wanted to hear more about that and, and about your journey and your path and. You know how that was for you growing up. So I guess starting back from a young age, I mean, at what point um, do you realize that you're different, or what's going on? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. So I should have known that I was gay back in seventh grade because I started to watch things online that would that were clearly gay, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But,
0: um, I could kind our- of I could kind of imagine what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Uh, very much so not. Are we uh, talking like, uh, you know, a little pornography here and there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, but in our health
1: class, we were told, we were taught that it's perfectly acceptable to have feelings for members of the same sex. It's likely a phase and you'll grow out of it.
0: That's, what, the they ta- That's what they taught you in class? Oh, yeah. It's oh, like my The entire God. time I thought like,
1: oh, it's just a phase, it's normal, whatever, I'm going to end up liking women anyhow. And that was like deep... Deep-seated denial. Like I never actually had that conscious thought. That's just how I went about things.
0: So you were what, thirteen years old, give or take. Yep. Yep. Thirteen years old. So you're going through all these different hormones and emotions, and uh, and your teachers are set telling you that it's you know it's perfectly normal if you're into that same sex kind of thing, but you'll grow out of it. That's what they're saying to Ex- you. Exactly. It wasn't That's crazy. until wow. Wow. the
1: summer before. Yeah, the summer before my junior year of high school where I was watching a TV show and there was a gay couple on it. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) And so immediately within one second, I realized that I was actually gay and accepted it all in one second.
0: That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy because I hear from, you know, from multiple people that have, that are gay or, you know, that have gone through those types of things and not realizing, but but some of them say that they kind of, they didn't know exactly, but they knew that there was something different from a real young age, like five, six, seven. Yeah. You didn't really tap into that at that point.
1: Looking back on it, I can see, I can see that, but in the moment, I didn't feel that way.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Okay. So, you're going into your, uh, into high school, and what was that feeling? I mean shed a little bit more light into that if you would uh you 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 said all in one second i mean what what made you realize that
1: so i was you know just watching the gay couple on tv it made a lot of sense for me and it uh Mm -hmm. lit lit a light bulb and because my family was so accepting and i knew my mom you know she she's told me from a young age like if any of my kids turn out to be gay i'll happily accept you so i didn't have any struggles with accepting myself right and but i didn't want to come out immediately because of my acne i figured what's the point in coming out about my sexual orientation if i if i don't like the way i look why should i bother coming out there's just no point it's like i'm going to do
0: anything with anyone so this is about this is about two years later at this point you're like 15 give or take now it was before my junior oh before your junior year 16 i think 16 yeah okay yeah so you didn't, you weren't in the, you weren't in a rush to, to share this with anybody. No. Um, did you, were you scared? Were you scared? I mean, I know like what your mom said and obviously she's a tremendously accepting person, but were you scared about like what your dad would think or friends? Talk about that a little bit.
1: So I, there, I was never, I was never chronically scared. It wasn't a day to day thing for me, but there were times when like people would ask me if I was gay for no reason. Well, I shouldn't say that. So I really like one of my English teachers, to give you an example, she was female, and she was just awesome. And so some of my classmates realized that I really liked my teacher, not in that way at all, just like I really looked up to her. And they asked me if I w- it was so weird, high school students, they asked me if I would have dated her if she was our age. And I'm like, first off, that's such a weird question. Secondly, no. And they're like, why are you gay?
0: And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "You're like, uh... uh yeah." So there were Moments like that where yeah. like,
1: it could be a little alarming. And the only people who I was slightly worried about were my dad and oldest brother Richard, just because like, they were very
0: manly. <laughs> and the reason I'm laughing is because I know we're obviously we're all family. So I, when yeah. you when you say names, I, I have a a vivid you know image of what of what's going on. So yeah, yeah. And yeah, my dad's all
1: tattooed up and very manly, shoots guns, and my oldest brother, same thing, was in the military, and at, back in that time, when he was in the military, they were not good at all with being gay, so they they are coming from that sort of perspective.
0: <clears throat> right, and you're talking about like 2011, give or take, at this point.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, so what happens? I mean, when, at what point do you share it, and what's your thought process of going into it? How, how do you finally say, okay, I'm ready to, to let everybody know? <laughs>
1: Well, the spotlight was stolen from me, actually. So I was super good about deleting my browser history and making sure my computer was closed. I was super good about it. And so I just, one day, one night, uh, closed my computer, and I think my mom asked me to, to take care of something for her, so I started doing that. And my older brother, Grant, all of a sudden got a very random uncharacteristic surge of environmental friendliness <laughs> and was like, oh, I see Grant uh, Max's computer is still on. I should shut that off. I don't know why he thought that. So random of him. Uh, but he opens that up, and luckily it was not a porn site, but it was a gay teen forum site. And I liked being on the site because I could see that other people were gay and there were people like me and yada yada. But right. he immediately sees the site. And in the in tra- Jewish tradition, immediately assumes the worst. <laughs> he was like, oh, Max is probably on the site because he's having suicidal thoughts. Like, that was his very first thought about wow. the situation.
0: Wow. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. Like, worst case scenario. Not that I had those thoughts at all, but
0: he was worried about it. You were actually so- just on the site because you were just enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. was <laughs> nice nothing that like that. Yeah. like me. Right, right. <laughs> but
1: that night, he tells my mom, and the next morning, my mom pulls me aside and says, "We need to talk." And as I, I was always the angel. T- oh, oh, I was always the angel child, so I never did anything wrong. You know, I never stepped on anybody's toes. So when my mom pulled me aside, I didn't think anything. I was just like, "Ooh, give me the scoop, give me the tea. What's going on? Who are we about to gossip about?"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't until she sat me down.
0: And- so real quick, not to not to steal your But at this point, you have no idea that anyone saw your browser? No idea. Right, okay. None. Mm -hmm.
1: And so she just straight up asks me the question, are you gay? And I froze for a solid minute. I didn't say anything for about a minute. And I then just had the thought of like, well, I I froze for about a minute. There's no way I could be like, dad, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I could take it back. Uh, So I just told her and said that she would love me always no matter what, gave me a hug, and within twenty four hours the entire immediate family plus
0: cousins knew. <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. And Talk George about nothing like a tight knit family, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's sometimes where the tight knit gets a little too tight knit. Like that's that's yeah. one of those instances. Like, does everyone really need to know in the same day? But Yeah. So what happens? I mean, does she say, you know, I love you, whatever, but then she says I want I want I want you to go. Um, you know, share this with your father. How does that work?
1: So Grant knew. My mom just. Re- my mom just knew, and so we then talked with my older sister Laura all together, all four of us, and she was super happy about it. And then my oldest sister Annie came over, and she was like, "I oh, got a gay best friend I've always wanted." <laughs> and then Dad comes over, and he gets a little emotional because. You know, he had a tough time growing up in his childhood, and he wasn't always accepted. Right. So he got very emotional. He actually cried up a good amount, That he would always accept me no matter what. I'm like, what his family sort of did to him. And that was almost everyone in the Immediately family accounted for. It was just my oldest brother, the one from the military, Richard. And I told him over the phone, because I think he was, he was in Alabama at the time, and he... He was happy for me, and he accepted me, but he was really worried for me. Mm-hmm. He, again, he came from the military background, so all his perspective on it was people really don't approve of being gay. Because all, yeah. all of his military buddies would be like, oh, "Yeah, that was man. Yeah,
0: that was the environment yeah. that he was surrounded by.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he accepted me, but was very, very worried about me, and... Um, because it was so shocking to him, it really blindsided him. I think it only surprised him and my dad. Everyone else was like, yeah, we knew. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, because Richard realized that he was starting to miss a lot and he was worried for me, he actually immediately came up from Alabama and started living in Pennsylvania again.
0: That was the main reason?
1: That was the main reason. Wow. That was actually the main reason. So I can almost say that he and his wife are married, potentially because of me, because um, who caused him to move back up here.
0: <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I didn't realize that's why he moved back. He yeah. moved back to just be closer with you and was just, wanted to make sure that you, because you were young, right? I mean, you were 16. Yep. So, okay. So he wanted to make sure that you were going to be taken care of and not have problems with people at school and those kind of things.
1: Yeah. He
0: was worried. Right. Wow. Yeah. So how did so, you? So you're you when you actually shared it that day. I mean, do you remember? I, I know it wasn't the day you planned on sharing it, obviously. But for mm-hmm. other kids that might be going through it, or people that have gone through it that could relate, talk a little bit about like what were those feelings like once you finally shared your truth? And uh, did you feel any different after you did, or was it just like ah, just another day?
1: So the reason why I didn't want to come out again was just because I figured I wouldn't doing anything with my like really bad acne and all so I was very functional about it but after I did come out to my family I realized that there was some psychological things affecting me without me even realizing it by Mm -hmm. keeping it it. and so once I did come out to my family I actually did feel a good amount better and over that course of the whole year and the school year and coming out to my school did I really all of a sudden get a surge of confidence by just being myself
0: that's so important, man. I mean, I've yeah. talked to so many different people on this podcast, and one of the main themes throughout the course of this podcast is always just being your authentic self, <laughs> living living your truth, doing what makes you happy, being happy, being free, do just being you, living yep. your truth, living your truth, and that's so important. And when people live their truth, whether it's you know, and whether it's in uh, relationships, you know, sexual orientation, uh, something with work, friendships, the, traveling the world because that's what makes them happy, just a- a- anything, whatever it is, whatever yeah. that is that makes you happy, that allows you to be a clear conscious, free, and able to just be yourself, that is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself. Yeah, exactly. And when you did that, when you did that with the, um, with the students when you actually came out to school. I remember that story somewhat. So share that story if you would. That was a pretty cool story, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and to
1: add one more detail to my family, the day I was yanked out of the closet was naturally on Yom Kippur, which is the
0: day <laughs> you're supposed to <laughs> repent
1: for your sins.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny how life works, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: for my school, um, there are a number of ways in which people can come out. And I would say nearly every decision is as fine as any other you could uh just tell your close friends or go on social media there are a number of ways i wanted to come out to my entire school at an assembly and just tell everyone all at once wow and my school had things called student reflections where a student could come up have an entire entire assembly for themselves and talk about whatever they want to talk about for 15 to 30 minutes. And I'm sure it was great for them. They didn't have to pay a speaker to come by and talk. Yeah, they're like, oh, great, we got, it. We got
0: another volunteer, thank God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted to do it that way for a few reasons, a couple of which were selfish and one that was selfless. Um, I figured, you know, rumors are like fires. Ox- fire needs oxygen to spread to. Rumors need people. If there are no people to tell the rumor, then it's just boring. Right. So I figured if I told everyone all at once, within 24 to 48 hours, people like wouldn't care anymore. There's just no one to gossip with about it. And I also, uh, because it was near the end of my junior year, I was really close with a couple of seniors, and I wanted them to know. And plus I get to have control throughout the entire assembly, so that was nice. And then the one selfless reason I had was... Being gay at my school was really accepted. It was generally pretty liberal, but it wasn't something that was really talked about all that often. The only way it came up was with gay marriage, but it never came up with if gay or LGBT people were accepted at my school. Right. And so the reason why I wanted to get up there and talk was also because when I got a really positive reaction... Uh, anybody, especially lower classmen who are struggling with internalized homophobia or their sexual orientation or gender identity, would see the positive reaction I got and would know that at least, no matter what, they'd be accepted at my school.
0: Wow. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you guess, get up there, Did it, I mean, I assume some people knew, or did nobody know what you were going to say?
1: So, uh, my Three favorite teachers I spoke with about my speech and they knew beforehand. Two out of three of them turned out to be gay.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Funny how we all just connected. Yeah. Um, They're like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told my best friends that I was gay beforehand because I felt like they deserved to know earlier. And I also clarified with them that I wasn't sexually attracted to them, that they shouldn't feel weird. I don't feel weird. And then I I told my ex-girlfriend beforehand.
0: She's like, uh, was she surprised or?
1: So we dated for a few months and she was very beautiful and she was awesome, super fun. But for some reason, she just started to really annoy me. (laughs) And I had no
0: idea why. She's she's really annoying me. You're like, huh, she's got boobs and I'm not sure. (laughs) And a vagina. So this is not going to work out. Yeah.
1: I didn't realize that I was gay when I was dating her. Really? But, uh, I had no idea. No idea at all. Even after I broke up with her, it was still a couple of months until I watched that TV show and connected wow. to But I wanted to tell her because in case... I mean, she was so great, I knew she could handle whatever came her way. But I just wanted to give her the heads up in case some like other chick wanted to bully her and be like, Oh, you turned him. You're
0: disgusting. You're gross. Right I, mean, right.
1: I just wanted to give her a heads up in
0: case... Yeah. That shit came her way. So, you, you, so there's a few people that knew your, your ex-girlfriend, some of your closest friends, um, maybe a couple teachers, but, but then when you get up there and you start talking, I mean, what do you say? You just come out and say, I'm gay, or how does it? you just say, hey guys, I've got a, an announcement, how, how did it go? I still
1: remember my very first sentence exactly. It was, uh, I wasn't sure how to preface this, so I'm just going to say a good old-fashioned I'm gay.
0: Those were your exact words, starting with "I'm, I'm not sure how to preface then, this." Yeah, <laughs> and great. then I followed it up with
1: like, "Oh, I'm so happy my voice didn't crack on that. Trust me, you don't want to hear a gay man's voice crack."
0: Ah, uh, you had it all. You had it all ready to go. That was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. my speech was very yeah. well prepared. <laughs> so I assume that like everyone just is like laughing, or you're getting like people that are not sure what to do. What, what are they? <laughs> You've got so probably I like like, a- like like a few people in the crowd going, "Damn it! I wish this was my turn to announce."
1: broken up into chunks or like blocks and so one of one of the blocks was about the history of the lgbt community in a very very small small way i wasn't you know teaching history class uh then i had my personal story and a message that i wanted to send to the general body in between every chunk i had a joke just to keep it really lighthearted, right and to make sure people were still paying attention and it was great at the end of the speech i Got a standing ovation, which is pretty rare for our
0: school. Hey man, everything you did, you did to uh, to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter what you've done in your life, you've always done it to a hundred. That's yeah. Something. If I start
1: something halfway and somebody asks me to like help them out while I'm in the middle of something, I can. So but what can
0: was the uh, what was the reaction to that when you after that day or the the days and weeks preceding that? Um, was it just like, wow, you feel so much better and everyone was just super cool or, or was it something different?
1: Yeah, I, uh, cop- I uh, got a few more friends afterwards because I started really being myself without realizing. Like, yeah. Again, really deep-rooted psychological things that I guess were affecting me. So I started being myself more, I made a couple more friends. All the, all the reactions I yeah. got were, were really positive. Uh, so one teacher gave me his card and was like, if you ever have any issues or problems, you can call
0: this number. I'll happily talk to you. Wow. Yeah. It That's was great. great. Yeah, you were finally living your, your truth. Yeah. And living your oh, truth allowed you to be free, liberated yourself. Yeah,
1: there there were a couple of um, dicey moments before I came out to my school, though. Because um, one, one was... Uh, I did not know how this information was let out, and I still don't know to this day. But apparently people who are speaking, it's like a posted schedule somewhere. So everyone, some people knew and saw that I was speaking one day, a few days before I was going to. And so some people came up to me and were like, oh, what are you talking about? I had no idea that this information was posted, Mm -hmm. so I got pretty good at lying in emergency situations (laughs) from this. (laughs) I was like oh I'm just going to be talking about my experience as a lifer which is just meaning that I was at that school the entire time I was in school and people at least believe that lie enough not to keep on asking questions Mm -hmm. yeah there were a couple of moments like that where I had to come up with an emergency lie on the spot and I got pretty
0: good at it you're like oh I've done this a few times now yeah yeah Oh, That's amazing, man. I, I think it's incredible that you were able to do that. It's courageous. Um, it's not easy to go through that, I imagine, and, and to be able to just share that in all one fell swoop, not just with your family, uh, but with all your peers and your teachers and all these people that you've been, been with for years upon years upon years. Yeah. Um, that had to take a ton of courage. and uh, I'm glad you did it because it sounds like after you did that, it's like... Whatever shackles were holding you back, those things were gone. Yeah,
1: I felt great afterwards.
0: Yeah, that's that's absolutely incredible. So, um, so fast forward here, all these years, you're in a relationship now. Yeah. Things are going well, I take it.
1: Yes, two years now. Two years, wow.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, two years in, things are going well. College is behind you. Uh, Medical school is on the horizon. Um. Where do you see where do you see these next few years going for you? Both you know, I guess, from a uh, school standpoint and from a personal professional, uh, you know, personal development standpoint. Are there any like charities or organizations you're involved with? Are you just gonna you know, put the head down and go go into the books again for a few years?
1: (laughs) So I've been volunteering a lot at Jewish Family and Children's Service. Uh, which I know when a lot of people think Jewish, they, the stereotypes come to mind of like, oh, well, off, no problems,
0: uh, frugal, but, the, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no, Jews are, have Jews have no problems, come on, they're perfect people. <laughs> Not a single <laughs> one. Not a single problem in the world. <laughs>
1: but JFCS really supports the underserved, uh, disabled Jewish communities nearby, so I've been volunteering with them, but... I actually just accepted a full-time job this past Friday, so I'll be doing that for this gap year
0: Nice. That I have. What are you doing?
1: I'll be a valuation analyst for a private equity company.
0: Oh, uh, so, so there's those numbers. See? There it is. Yeah, finance yeah. major being yeah. put
1: to use for one year.
0: There, yep, that's, that's nice. You never know, man. It's so weird how life works out. You know, you think you have yeah. your path figured out and you've got it all written up and then something something happens or a series of events happens and then you pivot and you go to something else and, and then who knows, another five, ten years from now, it could be something else. It's just weird how life works. It really is. Yep. It's really something.
1: Yeah, and most great things come without any warning.
0: Yes, that is true. That is true. So, as, as back to the, the, the Pride thing, is there anything in particular that this month, I mean, I know that June is Pride Month, is there anything in particular that you, that you do, or is it just like any other month?
1: So, Jake, my boyfriend, and I were thinking of maybe going to the Pride Parade in Philly, but it was a good amount of travel, and it was really hot, and- we had to watch my family dog, so we couldn't really leave the house for long, uh, and so we just decided to go to Brunt's and have a grand, gay old time. And so uh, I, think, uh. <laughs> I think for for Pride, it really depends on what it means to everybody. I, I don't think that anyone should feel forced to go to a Pride parade or think they have to feel a certain way. Right. However people want to experience Pride, whether that is going out to clubs or parades or just drag brunch or, or what have you I think each is equally valuable
0: absolutely absolutely that makes that makes total sense man I, I really appreciate you uh with sharing your story um yeah, I think it's I think here. it's really inspirational I think you could help people you know people struggle with so many different things and it doesn't matter I mean we live in a, in a day and age where acceptance is so much higher than it used to be Uh, In all different areas, you know, race, religion, creed, color, sexual orientation, you name it. I mean, we're all one and we need to treat each other with with respect. We got to treat each other as equals and uh, everyone just live your, as long as you're not harming anybody else, everybody should be living their truth and doing what makes them happy. As long as you're not hurting somebody or harming somebody or putting your own, you know, health in jeopardy or somebody else's, you know, or safety, do you. And that's the yep. most important message to take away from, from this, this episode, I think. So, Exactly. Hey, man, um, awesome stuff. I will be seeing you in a couple of weeks for your bro's uh, wedding. Looking Very forward to exciting. it. exciting. I heard it's a beautiful setting, so looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Um, hey, man, thanks so much. Is there any way, uh, are you on the social media or, or any way people can have- reach you?
1: Really signed off a lot on social media, big time. I still have a Facebook mm-hmm. and a Snapchat, but I very rarely use them.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. You're kind of incognito, which is smart. I am. <laughs> You're putting well, those blinders on and just going at it, going at it, focusing on the on the medical school stuff now.
1: Yeah, because I, I would spend like an hour or so scrolling through Facebook, and I realized that not only was it like not a good use of my time, but for the time that I wanted to spend relaxing, I found that Facebook and social media did not relax me. So I'd mm-hmm. much rather spent that hour like playing video games or just watching TV, doing something to really boost my energy back up.
0: Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, I know. It's it's again that's something else we've talked about on this tirelessly is how dangerous the social media stuff could be, and how counterproductive yeah. it becomes. There's like a diminishing return at some point. Yeah. Where where you're like okay I've been scrolling for two hours my life <laughs> my life sucks everybody else's life is great we get it so yeah yeah it just it doesn't it doesn't work hey listen man uh you'll have to come back and, and update us in the next couple of years on where things are and, and how medical school is going and where you end up and all that kind of stuff so we'll stay in touch as always and I'll see you in a couple of weeks
1: yeah of course I'd be happy to do that
0: all right brother thanks again see you soon see you soon All right, bud
1: the optimal life.
0: And thank you for listening to another episode of The Optimal Life. Really appreciate the support. And uh, if you guys enjoy what you're listening to and enjoy what you're hearing, as always, please click subscribe and give us the five-star rating so we can continue to elevate the podcast within Apple Podcasts and everywhere else that the podcast is played and provided. And uh, leave us a comment. Leave us feedback. You could. Uh, we're always open to feedback, whether it's positive or negative. So uh, you know, we want to do whatever we can to improve the show. And if there's something that we're missing, then let us know. You could reach me also on Instagram at Nathan Haber. And uh, again, I know that you have a lot of listening options these days. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of people sharing different things. So if you are listening to this podcast and if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, from the bottom of my heart, I want to just say thank you. Uh, very grateful for that. And uh, we're going to continue providing you guys with the best content possible so that we can continue to live an optimal life and be our optimal and best selves. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks.